Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Arsenal recover well to come back from behind twice to eventually beat Aston Villa as Manchester City drop points by drawing with Nottingham Forest. Manchester United come through some early scares before easing past Leicester and Liverpool continue their recovery by beating Carabao Cup finalist Newcastle. Lots to talk about this week, as always, with the Carabao Cup final coming up as well. So let's talk football. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. How is things going? There's lots going on. I mean, it's been an eventful weekend, hasn't it? I mean, you didn't even mention takeover talks and stuff happening, takeover bids and no changes no. of plans at Liverpool in in the intro. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a packed week of news and incidents again. Yes, as always, as always. Uh, but we'll we'll start with the football, I think, because there's some yeah. good good <laughs> games, good games. Otherwise, over the it would be the Let's Talk Financial podcast, wouldn't we? I mean, you know, still football related, so it's all good, so <laughs> good. Um, so yeah, Arsenal started off. Let's start with Arsenal. Do we have to start with Arsenal? They were. Well, yeah. Oh, do you know it was what? A bit I of was luck. so annoyed. Any Martinez giving back to his old club? So annoyed. Classic, a classic like goalkeeping jammy own goal. Oh, and it wasn't even like Jorginho hit the shot well. Mm-hmm. It just... Oh. Yeah, they're always awkward for goalkeepers, though, then. They are. He's unlucky it comes off the back of his head. But yeah. to be fair to the Arsenal fans, I think they probably were absolutely over themselves by the fact that that had happened to him after what he did to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just leaving. He's like, I'm not going to be number one. I'm going. Bye-bye. Which, you know, is fair enough. He can do what he likes. He's he's a World Cup winner. He... I mean, he can do what he likes now, yeah. He's a World Cup winner now. He's fine. Um, but, yeah, I thought, I thought obviously, you see him go down early. And yeah, then... Came back, yeah. Especially after midweek, of course, because the City game, which was also a really good game of football. Yeah. But then they lose out there. They come back. They go down early against Villa. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the chance where they could have folded. And maybe Arsenal of last season... Do. Would have done, yeah. But they crawled himself back into the game. Coutinho the puts them back ahead again. Yeah. So, you know, they've shown that they've got a bit of steel they've about them now. resilience, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That they probably didn't have last season, towards, well, particularly towards the end of the season last they year. managed to keep the wheels on the wagon. Yep, and, you know, because that's the lunchtime kickoff, you don't know the effect that that late, you know, those late two goals had on City. Because, you by know... By all accounts, City had... The majority oh, of it Harland. stick the ball in the net. Harland, I don't know what he done. I've never seen no. I've never seen the player so good do something so silly. No, Harland is human, folks. Why why did he try and blast it in the net when he was there? I, just I have no just idea. put it in. Just put not, it in there. Six yards, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he probably in, thinks but he probably thinks I can hit this so hard, it's got to go in. <laughs> That's the only thing in his defence I'd think. He's Harland and he's thinking I can just smack this and this is just gonna go and I can hit this hard as I like. I ain't gotta worry about direction. And just it just it. went high. It just went, it, kept it, going. It, it, it just it didn't go just I high. Think, it went I th- high. Yeah, I think it <laughs> met Harry Kane's penalty on the way back down. Yeah. As that was coming down <laughs> from the World Cup. That's, 
They, the two that collided, Harlan shot. Did they? Yeah, that yeah. Harlan shot was going up. <laughs> Ricocheted back to her. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Couldn't believe it, to be quite honest. And and then, obviously, Chris Woods unmarked at the far post to give an, an unlikely point to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, very unlikely, but big for them. Big in the yeah. title race as well. I mean, yeah, down the bottom, that has put the cat amongst the pigeons with all the other results that happened at the weekend. It's a, yeah, crazy, crazy afternoon. Absolutely. Um, the City drop points. Uh, and then let's um let's go. Let's talk about United then. I mean, it's well, yeah, short we're, next we're, on the we're intro. Talking, I was going to say we're talking about the top three. You're, yeah, we're not. You, in, my friend. We're not in a. You, my race. friend. We're not in a title race. You are. I think you are. We can't. But look, yeah, Arsenal still got that. What happens with that game in hand, right? Yeah. For Arsenal, I think. Well, then we can have a conversation. But you are Considering three points behind playing... Manchester City. Yeah. They've got to play one another again. I I think yeah, but I think that Ars- whatever what happens with Arsenal in that game in in that game, game in hand, hand yeah. next week, which is against Everton at the Emirates, which I'd expect them to win. Yeah. That then puts the gap back between us and and them back to eight points. That's a big gap. Yeah. Eight fair points enough. at the, eight points at the top of the league is a big gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. And I don't. I just don't think. And I don't think we're going to drop points. You know, because we, we practically have season, right? yeah, of course we practically have to be next to perfect to win the league from here, mm-hmm. and I don't think we can be. Fair enough. I don't think we're gonna. We, you know, something happens to Rashford. Who is something that, yeah? Who is on fire? Who is literally the best player in the world right now? What is it? Sixteen in seventeen since. I don't know. Obviously, we had a conversation. I was thinking about this earlier. We yeah. had a conversation earlier in the season about Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Where you described him as Walcott or Messi. Didn't you? No, Did Walcott he's... or Pele. Oh Walcott or Pele. That's not my, that's Sorry. not me. That's 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 Sorry. shout out shout out Alternate United who does like text to speech um All right, okay. Yeah, Walcott commentary Pele, on the games Sorry. and and his whole thing is Walcott or Pele. And he is being he's one hundred percent Pele. He's one hundred percent Pele right now. Everything I mean you take it back to that Barca game last week, I don't know how he scores that. No, from that angle, no. I mean, you know, to Stegen probably has to take a little bit of criticism for that. that. Yeah. But the pace and the power, you can't be expecting that there. No. Um, He will be disappointed, though. He's at the peak of his powers, Marcus. He's so good. He's he's literally the best. He's the best right now. There's not a player in world football that can touch him at this particular moment in time. Not for his goal-scoring record, no. Absolutely not. And you swept aside Leicester in the end. Yeah, and gets him up to, what, 24 this season, which now makes it his most prolific season. Yeah. And and we've still got fourteen league games and hopefully However a few more many, cup games yeah. to go. Yeah. So you know he's got a chance of. What did you think? He's got a chance of thirty goals. Sabitzer, um challenge that they were looking at. I mean, I think what helps a bit is that he very obviously pulls out of it very quickly and he doesn't follow through on it. Yeah. I think if he follows through on it, I think Faz is in trouble. Yeah. I think Faz is in trouble anyway, you know, with his leg. Yeah. So I think and that's what I say. I think it's high. I think it's a little reckless. Those side-on ones are always bad. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like it when players do just move going no, sideways like that. Yeah. Yeah. I won't go as far yeah. as saying what Sunes was saying when he was on about saying he's gone in to do him there. 
No, no, of course he hasn't. It's absolute no. nonsense. Get out, get off my TV screen. It'll be probably <laughs> it'll probably be Paul Pogba's fault. The reason he didn't get a red card is because of Paul Pogba. I think I think that is uh, that is universally accepted. I think as far as Sunes is concerned. But yeah, no, I, yeah, think, I think he was a bit lucky. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he was a bit lucky. But yeah, we're we're going well. We're we're doing brilliantly. Obviously, all this takeover talk now is is what's going to raw headlines. I think about United's. Did I see and I read correctly that the Glazers want six billion? I mean that that is the reported number. I think they. I mean you got to remember though, this is all reported. It'll be part of their negotiating what yeah, they yeah, want yeah. and putting it out there. So I reckon it'll probably go for about four and a half, five. I think once it's all well, said yeah. and done. Well, you, when you think how much debt the club is in, obviously the new owner would have to take on the debt as well. Well, it depends who gets it. Then it, if if it's the Qatari bid that wins through. Mm. which you know has its issues there's yeah. no denying that in terms of it, the social aspect of it all but the guys said that he'll come in wipe off the debt um invest in the men's and the women's team yeah um obviously make the changes to old trafford update carrington yeah all those all those things that fans like to hear yeah all the things that the fans want wanted the glazers to kind of do yeah but they never did um and Jim Rat- the Radcliffe, Radcliffe one is Radcliffe one's slightly different because they have to leverage still, but they wouldn't leverage on the club. So they'd get the, a loan. Yeah. The debt would sit within uh, Ineos, not Manchester United. Right. Okay. Um and they'd pro- I think they were on about moving the half a billion out of Manchester out of the club as well, moving that into Ineos. Wasn't there something about buying homegrown players only as well or was, did i did i dream that that i mean that's nonsense in it really i mean we all we all it, want it was our, something that I mean, I even, read. even <laughs> if it, even if it's out i can't imagine that anyone would be that silly to go oh we're only going to buy english players we're only going to do this i mean that's such a silly thing to do tax on english players anyway when you buy them. well there's that and <laughs> and it's just it just doesn't make sense to do that from a footballing no. point of view if you want to be the best team in europe you buy the best players you've got to be You've got to have a, a team that has a mixture of talent from all over because that's where the talent is. Mm, yeah. You know, right. if if the English was that good, we would have won the World Cup. Well, that's we just gigs at Harry Kane so far. I mean, yeah, the pillock. <laughs> His fault. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because obviously that you know there's there's. The is Ratcliffe a... bid's not exactly clean from a moral I'm gonna, standpoint I'm ask either. I'm going to question here. Is it a distraction that you really need at this point in time, given how well you I, play? I th- well, it was going to happen. And if anything, it's because I think the excitement from the fans will be there because the Glazers are probably going. Yeah. In, in one all... way, shape or form. Yeah. yeah. So in, in some respects, I think... The player, the fans. It won't, it won't disseminate from the fans onto the pitch, because the fan and you know the, the players have been dealing with Glazer chance all season and stuff like that anyway. So I don't think it'll be a massive issue. I think Ten Hag will be very good at keeping them focused. He's shown that um, at various points this season when things are happening off the pitch. I mean, when the, the Greenwood news came out the other week. That everyone thought that might be a bit of a disruption, but no, he's but they sailed focus on football. Yeah, they say they sailed through that situation. I think the club statement actually with that kind of 
help settle that one down for now. Yeah, I think that'll. I think we'll get a, that'll get resolved. I think maybe once the new. I don't. Well, I think is the new owners come in, that might change stance there as well. But that's that's a. That's a that's, different issue. That's a different issue for another day. But yeah, I was just saying earlier as well. You know, morally, there's going to be issues, but there's issues for both because I think I don't think the Jim Ratcliffe bit is necessarily clean from a morality point of view. Doesn't um, sound like it. No, they've got issues as you know as as a chemical company, and they've been getting heavily into sport, whether that's through you know the, the ownership in Nice, their cycling team, um, and various other sports that they're investing in obviously they've got the sponsorship with mercedes they're one of the lead sponsors for mercedes in f1 um and you know they've got they're being accused of what they call greenwashing and then obviously you've got the um sports washing that's potential with the qatari bid as well there's other hedge funds in there there's a couple of other bids that we don't know anything about what they would be some of those might be potentially offers of just investment Rather than, um, to, rather than rather, ta- taking a stake ra- in the club rather than buying it outright, yeah, yeah, or you know, or taking off um, the ownership from the other Glazer child, um, the Glazer family, and, and leaving Joel and um, Avram, Avram, that's him. Oh, yes, oh, blimey, that was yeah. good guess, Joel it? and Avram <laughs> have potentially, potentially want to stay with the club. I don't understand why. Everyone hates them. They mm-hmm. have done nothing to yeah. do any. I, I just don't understand it. Why they'd want to stay if they've got, you know, whatever they take, they're going to make massive profit off off of this. Yeah, absolutely. As as a family, you know, when Malcolm came in and bought it all those years ago, um, but you know, they're going to make a massive profit because I think they brought it for like three or four hundred mil. Yeah, and if you're going to sell it for four, they're going to sell it for. Yeah. They're going to sell it for, yeah. gonna sell it for around four bill. I mean, they're laughing. Absolutely. So I think, yeah. I mean, news is the reports are that the Qatari bid is probably ahead at the moment. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple of bids that we just don't know anything about. One of them that we think is from a hedge fund. Right. Uh, and then there's a fourth one in there that no one really knows too much about. Because technically they should have all been private bids anyway. Yeah, they shouldn't but, have been publicised. Yeah. But, but the PR the PR teams are out for the Qatari bid and they're out for Jim Ratcliffe and they're they're both they're both those two are vying for fans yeah and you are starting to see a bit of a split in the united fandom as well which can't off the be back helpful. of that yeah it's not helpful um but you know that'll be it, it to be quite honest it doesn't really matter who wins the pr battle because it's going to be whoever gives the glazers the most money i think agreed yeah yeah um that's what it's all going to come down to isn't it yeah because the they zeros. don't care they don't care enough to worry about the future of the football club no because once they're done with it that's it yeah they they you know if it was you know back when which they say that back when but you know martin edwards practically did the same thing and he was supposed to be united through and through that guy and then he sold us off to 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 this family anyway yeah true so you know and he was someone that supposedly cared about the football club was was chairman for many many years at, at, at manchester united before the Glazer takeover. I mean, the Glazer takeover was a little bit hostile by all accounts, mm. um, but they leveraged it, leveraged it on the club, and we know the history from then. 
So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Obviously, we've got the big game, Barcelona, coming this week, which we're really hopeful for, and the Carabao Cup final, which we'll preview a little bit later. But no, really good. We will move on now, though. Uh, do you want to talk about your team before we talk about Liverpool's yes, recovery? Yes, please. I'd love to talk about You've won, and, and you know, there is a reason, and my reason still stands, because <laughs> you've, every time you've won a game in the last three or four months, there's one common... Denominator. Yeah, and that is the fact that your manager is not on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Reports are, and there are some rumours going around that... Not, I, don't, I haven't seen anything to substantiate those rumours. Yeah. But there are rumours going around that Antonio Conte has said, no, I'm off. Goodbye. Wouldn't so, surprise me. Well, they reckon he's going to be back at the beginning of March. I don't yeah. think he's going to rush because obviously he rushed already and um, ended up like he has. So would that be champ? Would that be your second? Leg? So that would be the second leg of the Champions League or Wolves at home. So hmm. yeah, interesting. Anyway, to the game itself at the weekend, Emerson Royale. What a beauty. I mean, he's, he seems to have found... It's like... He's found a new is. lease of life. Do you know what it is, though? He hasn't got, he's, he got contact shouting in his ear for 90 <laughs> minutes, and he's just getting able to get on with his job, running up and down the wing, and he's just got contact shouting at him, probably, as he's running <laughs> up and down. Yeah, I'd, I'd hate to be on that near touchline. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... But no, yeah, I mean, he took his... I mean, Ben Davis on the other side. Obviously, we, Davis was the wing-back yep. this weekend. And I don't know why we haven't done that sooner. <laughs> I mean, honest. he he is a wing, he is a left back. He is a left back. I know he's he a is, left he back. Is, he is a left back. So I don't know I why don't he's been playing playing that position so long when he's clearly been uncomfortable. It's not yeah. like it's been a a Kyle Walker slash Luke Shaw situation where they come when they found to be comfortable in that sort of position. No, Ben. Uh, to be fair, I love Ben Davis. I always have. He is a yeah. worker. He gives one hundred and ten percent, and that's all I ask for every week. But he's a left back, not but a centre back. Not, no, he's a left sided centre back. But he, he is... uh, he's always, you see, he never seems comfortable though, as on that left of the three for me. Yeah, I always, he, I always feel like, I always feel like yeah. he's the one you can get at when you're he in there. He is out of the three of them. Yeah, he's probably the most vulnerable out of the three of them. But to find himself in that position, I mean, it's a lovely pass from Pierre yeah. through to him, and I, I was like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> and then I looked across, and Emerson Royale was playing centre forward. Yeah, <laughs> almost like Dallow's absolute shocker. Yeah, but the oh, opposite. Dallow. I saw Dallow's one yeah, earlier. He just got look. He just panicked. He was just like, "What am I doing up here? I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> That's like me when I get in the box. Yeah. I genuinely don't know why. You just got to tap. You just got to tap that in with your left. You just got to tap it. You don't go with the outside of your right foot no. when the ball's coming across you like that. But he's not a striker, so we let him off. No, we let him off. But no, Emerson took his goal well. Obviously, Sonny yeah, really was on did. the bench, came on. and Had a point to prove, I feel, at that point. Yeah. After being dropped. But yeah, deservedly, he's so, been dropped, be by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. he hasn't been playing well. I mean, he had the one game. He had the City game he played really well, didn't he? He was everywhere in that game. Yeah. But other but than that, really. He played very well in the Premier League for the no. majority of the season. So Richarlison earned his opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Didn't take it, but he earned it. He earned it, for <laughs> sure. And then Son went, that's my space, mate. Yeah, West Ham though terrible, dreadful on the day. Oh, they're I gonna, really they're thought in they trouble. were going to be up for it. Yeah, they've they've been so bad this year. Given what happened on Saturday, I thought they're going to turn us over. They're going to find a way to beat us, but they never looked like it. No, 
So, and it's getting interesting down there now. I mean, it really is. Obviously, the results at the weekend have completely thrown it all up in yeah. the air again. Well, we can start going through some of those now. Let's start with the Southampton game. What a result for Southampton. What massive, a result for the caretaker. Massive result for, for Leeds. Uh, for Southampton, sorry. Yeah. Uh, then they needed result. it because they were starting to get left behind a bit. Yeah. And this just pulls them straight back in it now. You know, it's still only... I mean, the gaps are starting to appear now because where it was like five points between 11th and 20th, it's now five points, 15th, 20th. Yeah. So, so the gaps are starting to appear now in the bottom half of the table. It's starting, you're starting to see who's going to be in and around I uh, would say from spaces. Crystal Palace down, you should be looking over your shoulder. Yeah, I mean... They're, what, six Crystal points. Palace are not playing particularly well. Yeah. You can't buy a win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would be, if I was Patrick Vieira, I would be looking over my shoulder slightly just to sort of keep an eye on what's going on below you. Yeah, I think they do. I do think is they've, they've got the firepower, I think, no Palace, especially against the teams, are, you know, down that end of the table that they'll score enough goals. Yeah, there was an interesting stat from that game. I know we're jumping around a little bit. Yeah, no, no. But um, Crystal Palace have not beaten a team in the top half of the league this season. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Well, you know, it's probably why they're in the bottom half of the table. Yeah. Obviously, they came so close against Brentford, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so close. Six, what was it, six minutes? Six minutes of that time. time that and one. Yanolt scored, yeah. But no, James Ward-Prowse, obviously, 17th free kick. Now, one oh, behind Mr. Beckham. I mean, he's going to take it, and he? There's just... Oh, of course he is. Absolutely. He's got years left in him. But yeah. on the on the flip side, Chelsea... Oof. Well, they can't buy a goal, can they? I feel so, I feel so sorry for Graham Potter because this was such a great opportunity for him. Yeah. To get into this club, and then they've just drowned him in international players, right? Which yeah. might everyone might go, well, you know, they spent all this money, they spent all this money, but when you've got a squad that big, yeah. you've got to manage that squad. You've got to try, you know, and these are there's like ten players probably, maybe even more this season. I don't know how many they brought overall. How many is it they brought overall oh, this season? Goodness, I've got about. 14, 15? Yeah. You know, not so in the forest territory. I think, so I think there is about 10 of them, isn't there, that are in the squad, though, because I think a few of them have gone back out on loan to their clubs, yeah. particularly the ones in January, a couple yeah. of them. But so they... You've got 10 players in there, right? And you think about it, a lot of the players that were there anyway aren't in the best of form. No. But really, you've got Kovacic, you've got Mount, you've got Chilwell, just looking through their first team, Aspilicueta, and Kepper, so that's what five of the starting eleven were here last season. Yeah, but it's such a change. It's such a change. And then you've got issues like you've got so many players, you've got too many players that you can't get them all into your your squads. Yeah, that's going to create issues. You've got people that just don't know each other very well. Probably no. speaking about five different languages in the dress in the dressing room because they've come over fresh and maybe they're you know they're learning their English and it's not perfect. Obviously, they've got Fafana that... up front, who is a very young player. Yeah, and that's a very absolutely. difficult position to play when you're very young. Obviously, they lost Borgia during the international break. Yeah, it's 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 a tough job that to pull yeah. pull all that together with all absolutely. those players. It's oh, it, it must be it must be hell because you know he's got about thirty players in his squad, yeah. which means he's got to go around and tell nineteen people they're not playing. Yeah. 
I, even, Try and I keep saw them something on the weekend. I'm not sure if it was a joke or whether it was a genuine thing. Mm. That they're trying that they're going to make the Chelsea dressing room bigger because they need to fill <laughs> the players in. Yeah, but I mean, even coaching that many players. I mean, I'm obviously I'm no expert on coaching, no, but, but it, surely having that many people on a field at once when you're trying to get in a process and a way of playing, it's well, kind of difficult to get that seven across. Changes right? a game, which is not healthy. Yeah, you can't chop and change that often. Be, I think, but he's searching for a an answer. They the they, need, yeah. they needed to get players out of that dressing room for him. Yeah, and but the he, question he, was he, who? Well, he might have to turn around at some point and go, right, this is my squad. Everyone might, else, well, I'm really sorry. the end sorry. of the season, I think he'll do that. I think, I'm really sorry, guys, but this is the squad that I'm working with going forward. Yeah. I mean, and there's certain lot, players he has to have in there. Yeah. yeah. There'll be certain players that he has to. So, you know, he can't have Madrid and... Enzo on their eight-year contracts not involved, but no. you know we've already seen. I think you know essentially we've seen the end of Abamyang. Yeah. When the second he didn't get in the European squad and they replaced him, so he's sort of been pushed out to the side. And I think we're going to have to see a lot of that. And I think they're going to have to take them out completely from the dressing room. Yeah, they're going to have to move yeah. them away because otherwise they're just going to be a pain to be around. Yeah. You know because. Graham Potter showed what he can do at Brighton, getting a team playing really good football. He has to be given the time. Has yeah, to be. They can't just get rid they of can't, him. They can't, yeah, they've just dumped all this on him and gone, here you go. Well, and then, yeah. Yeah. And he'll get the criticism. Oh, they've invested in the team. They've given you all these great players. You've got to do something with them. But oh my God, I, imagine, I couldn't imagine no. having to deal with that many people. No, he, he looked, I tell you, Graham Potter, if you like, saw like him at Brighton. Being a teacher. How much, how how well he looks at Brighton compared to how well he looks at Chelsea. He looks like yeah. a broken man. Yeah, it's just a lot to deal with, though. And yeah. I think, you know, Todd Bowley has just come in and just gone. Well, they've just essentially just taken loads of things out of a basket, thrown them at the wall, and see what yeah. landed and see what didn't. I'd yeah. I'd be very interested to see how involved uh, Grandpa uh, Grandpa has oh, been. Yeah, with that process of bringing in players oh Bovey's just got out and gone do you know what it does There's feel like number. that doesn't it it does feel go. like he's probably talked to the scouting team the scouting team have gone yeah well we've been looking at him him and him yeah and he's gone okay we'll buy them all yeah and then I mean, he's the watched, Fernandez he's watched, deal well, yeah. didn't make sense at well, all he's watched he's watched the world cup yeah and gone oh great we'll bring him in I mean, and what the only person five million really, you say? Here we go. Uh, let me just uh, open me wallet. And the only person they really they really moved on was Jorginho. Yeah, <laughs> the only player who that was playing. <laughs> he, yeah, he was in the first team. <laughs> it, it's bizarre, and you but look at the team. Southampton. Yeah, full Southampton were really good. They needed that. Um, like I said, they were starting to get cut adrift. But no, no good time, a good good result for them, uh, and then also a really good result down the bottom of the table for Bournemouth. Yes, who were battered in the first half. Oh yeah, they, they should have been. They should have been two or three down, but at half time. Yeah, and then they got themselves a goal, and then Wolves just didn't know what to do. <laughs> no, I mean they're struggling for goals, Wolves as well. Yeah, I mean obviously other than the Liverpool game, they haven't scored a great many. No. So that'll be that'll be worrying for Wolves where the goals are going to come from. You know they they, they, they look quite leads of the top scorer out of the bottom six. Yeah, 
20 but they are conceding goals like nothing oh, yeah. leads. Um, no, Bournemouth, good result for them. Needed that. They definitely yeah. needed that. Absolutely. And obviously down there, the, other big, the real big result was Everton and Leeds because that was the one where two teams down there in the battle. What is Meslier doing for the goal? Have you seen it? Uh, no, I didn't, to be honest. Oh, So, Seamus Coleman, right? Yeah. He's got the ball on the right-hand side. Mm -hmm. He's coming toward, towards the byline. Okay. There is not an Everton player in, his, in the 18-yard area or on the edge of the 18-yard area. Right. Meslier is on the six-yard line looking at Seamus oh, Coleman. No. And he just goes, I'll pass that into the net. And he just shot into the net beyond him. I have no idea why he's not on his line. There's no danger in front of him. Yeah. All the danger is to the side of him. So why are you anticipating a cross into the box? It's not ideal. There's no one there. It's not ideal, that's for sure. I even I even watched it again to make sure that there was no one there. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's poor goalkeeping from a player that has probably been one of Leeds' better performers. No, it's very true. It's unfortunate for him. But uh, Leeds are in trouble. But they have a new manager at last. They do. With Javi Garcia. Oh, yeah, Javi Garcia. With, with him coming in, I mean, obviously, it's going to take... It's going to take... It's a massive challenge. It's a massive challenge it's for a, a man that challenge. hasn't lasted a year at other, a club other than Cadiz yeah. in his managerial career. Uh, uh, it's... <laughs> it's... It's going to be. I think Leeds are going. To, I think Leeds could be going. It smacks of desperation. Yeah, it's just there's, there's got to be does. more more experienced people that you could have probably gone for in that position. Well, Harry Redknapp put his hand up. He we said, did, I'll do didn't it. he? Yeah, he put his hand up. I would have snapped his arm off. Yeah, for four or five months of Harry. Yeah, because he knows how to save you. Yes, he's seventy odd years old, but he's yeah. got the experience to get you out of trouble. No, I think that would have been a really good idea, to be honest with you. Even Sam. Even Allardyce. Yeah, but Sam went down last time, didn't he, with West Brom? Yeah, but... And, and Leeds haven't really got the player that would no. have suited Sam, I don't think. It would just seems... Yeah, they say, haven't got that. They haven't, yeah. Desperation with in, 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 the, the Sam Allardyce, that would never have worked. Yeah, wouldn't you know, you look at the profile of player at Leeds, it, it's never going to work for, for uh, Sam Allardyce, that. But his win percentage... On average, forty-one percent. Yeah, is win average. That's well, we shall. <laughs> no, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle. Sean Dyche is doing the business, at Everton. Yeah. But I'm believing again. I think that they yeah. can stay up. Obviously, they still have the disappointment of the Merseyside derby, but. Um, but if they can win their home games, that's it. They'll be fine. I, I, yeah. I think now you'll see this trajectory. I think Sean Dyche, with that level of player, will do a good job in the league. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the last game, I think. Well, no, we've got two games that we haven't talked about, so we'll go to new. Uh, no, I'll tell you what, because we'll we'll link that into uh, the Carabao Cup final. So let's talk about Fulham, Brighton. Yeah. Fulham are having a brilliant the season. Best season. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal season. Um. And Three they very well. The Champions League place. They they very oh, well could be in your. I don't think. Obviously, I don't think they'll get the Champions League spots. <laughs> That's a stretch. I think Newcastle and Tottenham will be the battle there. But yep. they could go into Europe. But Liverpool are closing the gap now. Yes, and they've got games in hand. Yeah. 
Liverpool are closing that gap but down. Fulham would have just taken survival at the start. Yeah. They and, are and two Liverpool... points away from making it official. Liverpool have got two games in hand, and Brighton have got two games in hand yes. on them, actually. And they're both on 35. Brentford are on 35 to also have a game in hand. So they could all of a sudden find themselves in ninth without playing another game. They could. Having done nothing wrong. So let's temper that a little bit. <laughs> I'm just getting excited for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exciting but... time to be a Fulham fan. They're winning yeah, away I... from home, Chris. I remember Look, yeah, a time well, when Fulham never used to do that. You and Newcastle just need to get your stuff together between now and the end of the season because I mean, we can't be. Liverpool yeah. need to be dealt with. Have have a couple. <laughs> have have a season off. You know what I mean? They can't. They can't come from being the worst they've ever been and end up in the Champions League. No. <laughs> I no. mean, I mean, I'll, we'll try our best. Yeah, because you know that they played re- really well. Obviously, there was the red card in that game. But I thought they were showing some signs. Oh, they were superb I mean, for the first half hour. They, Newcastle yeah. didn't know what to do. No, obviously they did score their goals while they were 11 on the pitch anyway. Yes. But I think what might worry Klopp, potentially, and I don't know. He's an you odd know, man. You don't know him? <laughs> no, I don't know him. But he's, he's, well, what might worry him is that they didn't kick on. After they didn't it went really down need to, then. though, did they? They were kind of in cruise control. It was, it, it was a bit of a... didn't really offer much. I feel like it was a bit of an opportunity for them, though. You think about, obviously, it was great for Gapo to get on the goal yeah. sheet again. It was, a, it was a chance for them to go and fill their boots. Yeah, yeah, get some more, get some more confidence running through the team. Instead, instead, they chose to stand off it again mm. and play seventy minutes against ten men. Not really, because Liverpool of old. Would have yeah. would have gone for the throat, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would have done absolutely. They would have gone for it, and it could have been anything. It could have been, you know, real humiliation. But on, then that's a team that's playing their way back into confidence. You could see that. Yeah, yeah, but that was. I just thought it was just an opportunity for him to kind of get get some goals and get some confidence throughout the whole team. I mean, when was the last time Salah scored? Couldn't tell you. Well, it was in the oh, Merseyside no, derby. Wasn't it? <laughs> but like consistently, he's. He's, he hasn't been his best, as in. I think this is an opportunity for him again. It was great for Nunes and Gakpo to get themselves goals. Yeah. But they had that before the 10 men anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the red card. Oh, Lord. Nick <laughs> oh, oh, Nick Pope. Oh, dear. I mean, what a legend. He didn't, want to, he didn't fancy the final, I don't think. No. That's the only thing I can think of. Is he didn't fancy the final. Because that's the only reason you make it. It's I mean, it's instinctive, isn't it? Decision. It's just yeah. instinctive, I think, at that point. I mean, we we talked about it a little, didn't we, before we started, where it's just like he got into that situation, he goes with his head, he misses it, he panics. And then just grabs it. Yeah. And grabs it. Instincts kick in as a goalkeeper, and he's grabbed it. And it's, he would have known the second he did it as well. He grabbed it. He grabbed yeah. it, play stopped. He went to kick the ball away and then kick Kira Trippier, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Who, who then subsequently had to come off about after 64 minutes, didn't he? But yeah. I, I, I assume that wasn't, I assume that wasn't related. No, but he'd probably give him a good kick. It's, uh, it puts them in a tricky position going into the Carabao Cup final, though. It really does. Yeah. Goalkeeper, well, obviously, Dubravka is cup-tied because he played for United earlier in the competition. Yeah, so he could, well, he's going to get a medal either way. Dubravka. I mean, technically, he? yes. No, well, no, because he won't get one. He won't get one if Newcastle win. Oh, that's a good point. Because he's, he's cup tied, is he? 
so he wouldn't get one but he, <laughs> imagine he goes up oh imagine United win. We go to get their medals, and Depravka goes up with the United players I to get his medal. I think that would be wise. <laughs> Did you imagine? It's like, hang on, I've earned this. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've earned those two this. games that I played for Manchester United. I never played any more, but you know, <laughs> I played in those. I played in the early rounds of this competition. I deserve my medal. Do you reckon they'd send it him in the post? I, I reckon he should, I reckon he should go. I reckon if if United win at the weekend, Depravka has, has, has to go. Bravka has to go up and get his medal with the rest of the United team. It'll be I something think he has to, to keep an eye on. I don't think he will. <laughs> but much, oh, it'd be so funny. I mean, it would be good though. It would be good. It would be. It would be. Uh, it would be. But to be honest, this yeah, it'll be the second time we've benefited from cup tied lone goalkeepers. Yes, because obviously Dean in this competition, Dean Henderson didn't play in the, the semi final, and now Dubravka can't. Uh, take the place of Nick Pope, no. which leaves them with the man, the myth, the legend <laughs> <laughs> that is Loris Capcarius, yeah, who hasn't played a game for an English football team since the final of the Champions League, where he had an absolute mare for Liverpool against Real Madrid. Yeah, and I'm really hoping for some more of the same. <laughs> and this isn't personal against Newcastle because. I'm really happy that Newcastle are doing well again. Gen- genuinely. Yeah. Genuinely, I am. But when it comes to... But whether Sunday... It's a choice between you or them. <laughs> yeah. Sunday is a different story, and I want some carious, I want some classic carious situations at the weekend. I want I want Shah and Botman to be absolutely shaking because they're not sure quite what their goalkeeper is going to do at any well, their given goalkeeper moment. that will be playing or probably playing in the Carabao Cup final has been in Milan <laughs> for the last few days oh so he's, he's chilling maybe maybe it's part of his psychological prep maybe or maybe his phone isn't working maybe maybe he'd gone off on holiday he'd go uh, Loris we need you back oh voicemail yeah <laughs> Loris if not it'll be down to young us. young Gillespie yeah <laughs> I mean it could well be a debut for Mark Gillespie, yeah. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game, though, I think. Yeah, with all the factors that are, are going into it, yeah. Because obviously I, you've unfortunately, got... I won't be at home to watch it, but uh, I'll catch it later. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, because you think about the two stories, I, I think football's about stories, and, and the two, you know, the two stories going into it for either side is United haven't won anything. They want to get Eric Ten Hag a trophy early, so that one gets dealt with. That early one is, like, you know, the thing that haunted Ollie in the end. When he, yeah. he lost his semi-finals and he, he lost the uh, Europa League final. Yeah. Of you need to win a trophy. You need Obviously, getting that first trophy. Obviously, he was the manager of Ajax when we beat them in it's the Champions huge. League as well. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought but, I'd bring that up. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go for it, but I think he's a different animal with this squad. Yeah. And then obviously um, you've got the Newcastle story of they haven't won anything in so long. Yeah, they've got the new owners who'll be desperate as well for their first trophy to get yeah. that trophy over the line as they've come in. So it's going to be a really, really good contest. I'm just really hoping that Carrius comes up. has a very bad day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> he has a normal... No, just a normal day at the office for him, okay, let's be honest. A normal day at the office. Normal day at the office. They need him to have a bad one. Just have a normal day. But... um. Yeah, it's going to be good. Casemiro going to have his first domestic game back as well for that one, which is huge. But obviously Bruno Gomez is back. 
Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle. So it's, it, there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot going on. Obviously, Rashford is just on fire right now, and I wouldn't want to be a, a defender in any team. And there was just this one thing. Obviously, Newcastle don't play midweek, and United no. are playing Thursday. But some, I, I was watching something, and, and they made a very good point. Newcastle have got all week to think about the final, yeah. which in some ways gives them a chance to prep, but in other ways gives yeah. them a chance to think about it all week. Yeah, because you know the the what the what the maybes the ifs the the doubts have time Indeed. to creep yeah. in. Yeah. All these the things for players point. for players who haven't been up there either. They haven't been in these positions. They don't have the experience in that. Whereas the United players who have Varane, you've got Casemiro, you've got David De Gea, all players that have won things at the top level in their careers have been there, done it, and and that helps. Plus the fact that United are just going game after game after game. Yeah. Doesn't give them real much time to think about the occasion. No. Because the focus okay. is always on that. And especially when they've probably only got they probably only have one maybe two training sessions anyway between between the game on Friday uh, the game on Thursday night and the, and the final on the Sunday head on the chopping block are you going to win yeah I think we will okay. yeah I think we will me too I'm scarred because of the way we've been <laughs> the last few years but you know the rest of the fan base is very 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 much more in a in a confident place than what I am you're going That's to be shooting sure. Carrion in the corner. No, not again. Yeah. Not again. Just, just, not again. just shoot. Just, it doesn't matter where you are on the pitch. Just shoot at Carrion. <laughs> and the just, rest will take care of itself. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> hit the target and he'll, he'll sort everything else out for us. Hopefully you watch, he'll have a blinder now. He'll have, an, he'll have the game of his blooming life now. But yeah, there we are then. That's Carabao Cup coming up. Shall we uh, have a little look around the world and see what's going on? Let's take a trip around the world, shall we? So I'm going to pick up where I started last week. As Huddersfield come from behind to beat Birmingham 2-1 in Neil Warnock's first game back in charge. There was also a first win for another old stager as Mick McCarthy's Blackpool beat Stoke by a goal to nil. Leaving all three sides in the bottom three in the championship on 31 points. The relegation battle is heating up. Next to the Bundesliga title race which took another couple of turns at the weekend. Bayern Munich lost. Union Berlin could only draw which left the door open for Dortmund, who won by four goals to one to jump into second place. But they are level on points with both Bayern and Union Berlin. The top six are only separated by five points. The Bundesliga title race is the one to keep your eye on. Not so much in Italy, though. To Serie A, where the top five all won. Sixth place, Atalanta lost, which allows Juventus, remember them, to close the gap to nine could they qualify for Europe despite a 10-point deduction? We shall see. In Ligue 1, Marseille come from a goal down to beat Toulouse to keep the pressure on PSG, who won thanks to a 95th-minute winner by Lionel Messi to get past Lille. In La Liga, Getafe won a huge battle at the bottom as they beat Valencia by a goal to nil, putting them in bigger danger of relegation at the top. Barca and Real both won 2-0 as Real Madrid prepare for Atletico at the weekend. In the A-League, the Adelaide United and Western Sydney game, they played out a classic 4-4 draw. Elsewhere, in the Battle of the Melbournes, the victory 
beat the City by three goals to two. In the WSL, it's on a mid-season break for the Arnold Clark Cup. Where's my car, Arnold? For mentioning you. England are currently two wins from two at the time of recording. They play their next game on Friday. And to Saudi Arabia, we finish up today with the top three. Still all level on points. No goal for Cristiano Ronaldo this week. But Al Nazir, they did win. Well, there's lots going on. Lots going on indeed. Um, Donis, what's he up to? First of all, we've had a thing sent in from one of our listeners. Have we? Yes. Blimey. They have sent us something to um to make us smile. Go on then. So you know the Bolton Wanderers, they have a uh, they they have a name for their stadium. They've always had it, the Reebok, the yeah. Mac, the Macron. Well, now yeah. it will be known as the Tuft Sheet. That's the what? Sorry. Sheet. Tough Sheet. No way. Community Stadium. It's just no way. On a five-year deal. <laughs> Who are tough? There's <laughs> just no way. There's no way that they've got... That's a really good sponsorship deal. And every... Oh, you know, like, radio presenters are going to have to say it. TV presenters are going to have to say it. This is... This is... Un, this this isn't... Oh, how, is, how have they allowed that to go through? <laughs> oh, that's going to be... That's... So it won't change its name now. It's from next season. Yeah. It'll still be known as the University of Bolton Stadium till yeah. the end of the season. Who are they? I mean, what do they do? I presume they make some sort of sheet. I mean, it sounds right. But yeah. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Uh, good luck with that one. <laughs> Pronouncing that one. Jeff Stelling. Gillette Soccer Saturday. He's taking... Everyone's taking, um, taking them all to Tough Sheet. <laughs> it's off to Tough Sheet. Uh, what else could be happening? What else could be happening down there? Things are getting tight at the tough sheet. <laughs> I mean, it's got rights itself, doesn't it? It does. It really does. But you're asking about Donis. Yes, Donis. To, to move us along quickly. What's Donis doing? Is he going to Bolton? He's got to move to tough sheet next season. Uh, they lost by two goals to one against a very good Sturm Graz side, it has to be said. Now, we were yep. talking about Donis' involvement within mm -hmm. the game yep. last week. Yeah. He didn't set up the goal. Right. But he did have a shot before the goal was scored. So, okay. technically, he's had, it's, a, it's sort of an he's had a, something involved in the play before it's the goal. That's a half assist. That's a half assist. He was Enough actually that. on the pitch when they scored, which yeah. is a marked improvement on last it, week. It is massive. But Donis, Donis is the best. We all know Donis is the best. That's why we picked him. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, right, that's Donny's then. Uh, do we want to have a quick look at the... We talked about the um, Carabao Cup game, but should we have a look what else is going on in the Premier League this weekend? So, yeah, there are eight Premier League games to keep our eyes on this weekend, starting with Friday Night Football. Fulham, back on Friday Night Football against Wolves. Then it's Everton against Aston Villa, Leicester against Arsenal, West Ham versus Nottingham Forest, Leeds against Southampton before two late games on your Saturday night. Bournemouth and Manchester City are at 5.30. Crystal Palace and Liverpool are at 7.45. That should be another corker between those two. And then there was a small matter on Sunday before the Carabao Cup final of Tottenham versus Chelsea. Lots of good games this weekend. Yeah. As well as the Cup, the cup final as well, just to round Again, it all off. Another big game at the bottom between Leeds and Southampton. Absolutely massive. Palace and, and, and West Ham, Nottingham Forest as well. Yeah. 
big big important games and yeah. then obviously chelsea will get their obligatory three points oh yeah dr tottenham will see you now yeah, yeah. Absolutely. um he's he's conte back on <laughs> no he's not he's a, you he's might be all right actually <laughs> no you might be all right conte is still in italy you might be okay um but yeah no thank you very much for listening this week uh if you would like our friend who gave us the news about bolton if you'd like to get in touch with us you can tweet us at let's football pod you can email us at let's football pod at gmail.com we'll be back next week with all the news from the carabao cup final and the premier league games but for now we will see you all very very soon take care goodbye